Hello, and welcome to the Notch 20 Review. I am John, and I'm your host, and, and with me today is... Pookie. Shout out, of course. Unit. And we are Final Show Films. We, pro- we produce a wide variety of content every day of the week. Check us out on our website at finalshowfilms.com, or check us out on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash fsfilms. And today, <clears throat> we're talking about Munchkin. The, uh, the... Creatures from Wizard of Oz. Uh, no. No, no, not those. The, the the card game sensation that is massively running amok. I don't think it's really a sensation anymore, but uh, we're talking about Munchkin the card game. The Steve, you, you, it's a Steve Jackson it's a Steve Jackson game uh, from, from Steve Jackson's games. Uh, and it is a card game based on the idea, the colloquial idea of a uh, Munchkin D and D player, which is somebody who tries to you know min max their game, character game the to game the system to get the most benefit out of the least amount of effort. Um, so, uh, it, boil an anthill. This 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 game is a card game. Uh, it includes 168 cards, one six sided dice, and a box box and some rules and some ads for other things. More munchkins. Um, Add for more Munchkin. Uh, we played. We only played the core game. We didn't play any with any expansions. And the core game is 168 cards. So the game is fairly simple. Uh, you and the number of players that are playing. How, what's the maximum number of players that you have on this? There is no maximum. As many as you can fit around the no table. No maximum I number have players. Played this as a 12-player game. Minimum wow. two. Minimum two. Maximum question mark. Uh, you deal four. Co- so there are two different decks. There's a door deck and a treasure deck. I mean, you obviously the hit the point the game, where you don't have enough cards for everyone to play. Unless you have the expansions. Yeah. Uh, my friend uh, owns every expansion to this game. And it gets silly. silly. Yep. So, at the beginning of the game, each player gets four of e- four cards from each deck. Uh, the door deck contains monsters, races, classes, curses, and events. Miscellaneous. Miscellaneous events. events. The treasure uh, deck contains items. Whether they're useful or not is to be determined. But I mean, items. they all have some level of usefulness. Some some amount of usefulness, if not just for gold. Um, each item card, each item card has a name, a little piece of art, an effect, and a gold value in, in t- typically in increments of 100 or 200 pieces. Um, each door card, depending on what it is, has the name, what it is, and what it does, and then whether or not it's something you like. If it's a monster card, it'll say mo- does it say monster card? Monster yeah, it'll cards? say monster. It'll have yeah. the, the it'll stats. have sometimes it'll have a level. It'll have stats. It'll have All the things. cards are very good at explaining exactly what the card does. Yes, and the rules even say if there's a conflict between the rules and the card, go with the card. So. And to clarify, every card has different art. Yes. The few cards that have multiples, which are like the race cards, there's a couple elves, there's a few dwarves. And like the gain a level cards. And the gain a level cards all have different art on yep. each instant. Very different art. Yep, and it's really neat. I thought one of them was just arbitrarily worse than the others. Because <coughs> Mutilate the Body can only be played after a combat. But it can be played after any combat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's only but, if you kick, but if you kick the door open and don't get a monster and you don't have something to, to go looking for trouble with. It's true, but it's only slightly worse. Um, so, kind of got on a tangent there. Um, so yeah, those are the two cards, and then there is a six-sided dice that has the Munchkin symbol as the one. That's all that comes with the box. Problem, the first problem, you need more than that to play the game. You need some, some sort of token, it doesn't matter what, something to count from one to ten. Because the way the game because the yeah even a piece of paper because the way the game is played is you all start at level one as a level one human with no class and no effects, 
And as you play cards from your hand, you gain effects, gain items, gain levels, gain races, gain classes, and uh, fight through this dungeon, in air quotes, um, and then the objective being to get to level 10. You get to level 10 through a variety of ways, and you prevent other people from getting to level 10 through a variety of ways. That's the full game. I just explained it in less than four minutes. Uh, so let's go ahead and start with our first impressions. Holly? Confusion, headache, confusion. Okay. What's going on? Okay. That's a good, solid first impression. <laughs> that was my first impression. Huh? That, that, it, it is fairly confusing to start with. The game's rules are also I'm not so confused. the best written. <laughs> Yeah, the game, the game, the game's rules are fairly convoluted for what it needs to. Like, I explained in four minutes what they take six six pages full pages six full pages to explain. I just won the thing, and I still don't know how I did it. <laughs> That's my first impression. All right. It reminded me why I don't play Munchkin with specific people. <laughs> why, why it's very much a crowd. It's very much a game to play with certain crowds. Because Munchkin, like many similar games, and like many <clears throat> different games, actually, can and probably has ruined friendships and marriages. And almost did tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's only if you're playing it with people that take it super, super seriously. But not even that, though. It, it, does, it does the risk and the monopoly thing. Um, yeah. Being a dick is being a dick. It doesn't matter what, but it, what but it's situation you're winning in. Winning the game often involves <laughs> being a being dick. A dick. <laughs> yeah. Um, but my, my first impressions of it were it's, it's very much... It, it, it has the core munchkin feel where... Put that thing away. I don't want to see that. Put it's, it away. It's very much what? a numbers game. Um, it's all about manipulating numbers, knowing when to use numbers, how to use numbers, risk rewards, it, which is very much the munchkin. It's how can I maximize the numbers and minimize the numbers? How can I do this, do that? It's... Is that your first impression, or are you explaining something? No, that's my first impression. It's okay, just, it's, it's very much a numbers game. Okay, and and, and that's and it that appeals to me because it, it leads to a lot of strategy and a lot less. It does not have a lot of randomness. You have a lot of control over everything, and you can math everything out, and it gives you a lot of manipulation of the game. I disagree with what that's a numbers game. Being able to math everything out. No, I mean it, it well, is. No, I mean it yeah. was. Con- I'm sorry. I'm thinking back to that one time where my level and everything kept changing every two seconds. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, it did, but it was still math. Out the- yes, it, it was math, and that's why it's a numbers game. It's it, like, okay, my level I'm, goes up by five and then down by two and then not, up by five and then confusing. down by seven. Yeah, it's still confusing. It's but. still confusing. All right, so yeah, it, it, yeah, it, it's it's confusing to be read the rules, but once you actually start playing, it's fairly simple. Um, in, in my first impression. Uh, it, yeah, I, I grasped it fairly quickly. Even though it's confusing, you still Holly still grasped it fairly quickly. And was I did? It. You were playing it like you'd had it. Well, that's good. Um, at the very least, you were faking it like you knew what you were doing. I mean, you won the, the second round. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, it, 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 the most complicated part, where, where it really gets complicated is where you start stacking multiple effects down. Like when you're when you're really desperately trying to stop somebody from winning and you know you and another player are just throwing cards at it and saying, figure out the math. 
you know, that's when it gets the most complicated. But outside of that, it's never too complicated to really stop and parse what's going on. Uh, so let's talk about positives, things we like about the game. Um, I love how fun the cards are. Um, what's the... Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> right to the card. Right to the baby Shut card. What's that one I really like with the duck? Oh, the oh, duck of doom. The duck of doom. The duck of doom. Like I, I like the fun, <clears throat> the fun um, titles on the cards and the pictures. Yeah. Like the what was it? Chicken on his head. Yeah, the, 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 the cursed chicken on the head. There's yeah. a chicken on your head. Because I, I like chuckle every time I see a different card because you know, I really enjoy that. Well, it didn't help that I was, uh, was crowing like a chicken the whole time. Well, and. Um, there's a lot of other cards that have art that references common things too. Yeah, I I, I really like the I, I really like the Munchkin ways to level up, like the, the boiling and ant hills stuff. I, oh, sorry, no, more? no, no, go ahead. Was That's it? fine. Yeah. Right. Um, it's really hard to sum up what I like about Munchkin because I like it in a weird way. Because I like it. And I hate it when I get done playing it. I like it in an ephemeral sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, see, Munchkin is the kind of game where I can't keep playing, because I like it, like, I hate it when I'm playing it. And then I finish playing it, and uh, like a few hours later, I'm like, I can go play some more Munchkin. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow. <laughs> it, it unlocks your inner masochist. <laughs> it's not Dark Souls, though. No, no, it's it's more like wow. It's like it's that grinding. I, you hate the grinding, but then you get sucked back into it for the world. That's that's not how I feel about wow. Well, I mean, that's how most people feel about wow. They hate the grinding, and they get sucked back into the world. Okay. Anything else you like about it? Um, <clears throat> it, it, the flavor the flavor is really fun. the the pun The puns and the jokes are always entertaining. Um, <coughs> potion of idiotic bravery. Yeah, it's. It's definitely it's definitely a very fun flavored game. All the time. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's it's a really strange field to play Munchkin. Yeah. Th- things I liked about it would definitely, as everyone said, the, the, it, this was made by two people, an illustrator and a game designer. Yep. And the two of them definitely have played a lot of D&D. tabletop games and have a lot of, you know, fantasy knowledge. And it shows, and there's so much stuff that you get being a tabletop player. But um, my favorite thing about it is everything, the, the interaction. <coughs> things can interact in so many fun ways. You can do so many things. You can, you have so many options all the time. Yeah. Um, unless you're out of cards. <laughs> but even then, like... But even then, like, uh, you, you, you know, class effects, race effects... There's so many things generally to do. Like I still had, even though I was out of cards, there were still things I could do, and I got I, I mm-hmm. like the next turn after I well, ran out of cards. And even if I was able to get more cards back. And the other thing is, if you're out of rules, things to do, then you start playing the mind games. Yep. Because the game has a very strong social element. Yeah. But it has a strong competitive social element. So. Which is weird. My my favorite thing is actually something that we just came. Kind of just came across uh, the thing I like the most about the game is, yeah, is actually the, the 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 losing state the the fail state. Yes, uh, there, it is possible to die in the game. What happens when you die is 
You fan out all your cards. The people who are remaining pick, take their pick, loot your body. Basically, they loot your body. Then it's called looting the body in the rules. Yeah, it's called looting the body. Uh, then everything that's left goes into the discard pile. Then when it gets back to your turn around, then you draw a brand new grip of eight cards and you keep your level as it was your, before you died. Your character's identical twin brother shows up, as yeah. has happened in many D and D games. Who so is the exact same level as the character? And the exact same level. Twin sister. Yeah, yeah. So it's like twin sibling. Um, and which which I think is the best way to to handle a fail state, which is you re- that player restarts. But they don't restart at level one where they would basically lose. Yeah, they re- three to six. It says three to six, but you can play with as many people as you want. Okay. It says um, three to six players. That that one deck is probably good for six players. Yeah. Okay. But but yeah, so it, it's it's it's. That I think is probably the best case of a failed state that I've ever had because we talk a lot on this on this podcast about feel bad feel bad moments and typically feel bad moments are happen around fail states. Um, this takes that fail state and keeps the game going. You keep playing even though you hit that even though you die. Holly died. She still won. It set her back yeah. for a while because she lost all her items. Yeah, but it wasn't a massive hindrance. She set her back for like. A turn. <laughs> yeah, so they're back for like, like two turns. Two, three turns. Yeah, so, which, you know, helped helped the other players out, but didn't hinder her. She was so far ahead to begin with, too. Yeah. So, I think that's, that's, that's probably my favorite thing about this game, is the fact that they've eliminated the well, fails. And it's not just that you're never out. Yeah. Like, when I won the first game, I went from level three to level ten in like two turns. Yeah. So, it's, that's, I, I, I like games like that, where you're never, you're never feeling completely stomped. Like, there's always something for you to do, and even if you die, you just get right back in. So let's talk about things we didn't like. I'm sure there, there's at least two or three things that all of us have uh, for yeah. something we didn't like, starting with Holly. It's a confusing game that makes me want to divorce my husband. <laughs> wow. Anything specific, or just I that love general love? <laughs> or just that general malaise? Not divorce, just kill. Um, <laughs> I don't know that's better. The lesser of the two. It's better. It's, it's better. I'm still I'm married sorry. to you, but you're a corpse in no, the ground. I'm, I'm sorry, it's still death. Just kill. Um, what, what were you saying? Yeah, I'm saying? Is there anything specific or just the general malaise over the game? Uh, I'm trying to think of specific things. I'm sorry. Um, it, the game was confusing. Just, just the fact that um, it can be confusing. The game brings out the hateful side in everyone. It moves really fast at times. That a bad thing? Like, like at the end, when I have no idea what's going on, I'm sure glad William did, <laughs> as he helped me win, because he kept pulling out all these cards and I had no idea what was going on, or when um, my math level and everything was just going crazy. and The, the, I, the math. I, at times, it can be really confusing, but at times, it can be really fun. Yeah. It's, it's confusing. Yep. That's... Ironically, we, we mentioned that um, <coughs> this game is missing the failure state feel bad, but it's also a game kind of built on feel bad. <laughs> like, the entire point is to make your opponents feel bad. I mean, yeah. There's a lot of it's, feel... Well, there's a lot of little feel bads. Yeah. But there's never a feel, there's never a feel bad so big that you, like, lose the it, game. It's not... It has feel bads in it. But there's a lot of feel bads. But there are... But... Each of the individual field bads are still smaller than the field bads we had playing StarCraft Risk. <laughs> yes. 
Like, I learned that from my memory. I will take a thousand little feel-bads from this game or over one one of the feel-bads from Star Trap Just the feel-bad of, we're playing a game, I died, I'm going to sit here for 15, 20 minutes while people are still playing the game. Yeah, no, it's like this... It doesn't have the fairy tale feel, but it is it is built upon making the other players feel awful. Yeah, it is. Which can be a good thing, can be a bad thing. I particularly I enjoy Munchkin. I don't like ruining other people's day, so I tend to play Munchkin in a more uh, passive unless sense. Unless it's me or Austin, <laughs> <laughs> you're my brother. I live with him. Yeah, you live with me too. You're more friendly. <laughs> <laughs> I like you better. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you're more tolerable. Correction. You're my brother. He's my opponent. <laughs> He's my rival. Um, so, I, I, it, with most people that I'm playing with, I don't like to ruin people's days when I'm playing a game. So I, I, I tend to play Munchkin more passively, where I'm just making myself better and helping other people out to, like... I've hit the point multiple times where both me and the person I'm helping hit level 10 at the same time. Yep. And both win. Um, but, yeah, for me, it's the, the game built on making your opponents feel awful. Yeah, that's fine. Is a problem. Um, my favorite thing... Or, sorry, my least favorite thing about the game... Uh, like has been mentioned, there, there comes an atmosphere. The game has a strong social element, which, of course, has its own back, backfire side. You know, there's the feelings of betrayal and... We all end up like the guy in the cover. Yeah, the guy in the cover is great, by the way. He's wielding a broadsword, a hammer, and a chainsaw. And a helmet with a spike on it. Um, Three spikes. But really... Spike and a horn. Spike and two horns. My least favorite thing about it is... There's a lot of elements of... Unpredictability with when can I fight. I like that you can, you know, look for trouble... But there are a lot of times where I'm like, I really want to gain a level or gain treasures, but I'm just not encountering monsters in my draws. <laughs> or you're encou- or everybody's encountering nothing but curses like we were for a little bit. Yeah, or the secondary problem to that, which is the deck is random. That means that a level 1 character is just as likely to hit a level 20 monster as a level 20 character, or a level 9 character is to hit a level 1 monster. Yep. You know, there's a lot of, well, they drew, you know. Is there a level 20 monster in the deck? Yeah, there's like there's a couple of level twenty fours. I I know there's like King Tut who's level twelve. There may not be in this thing, but in the other versions of Munchkin, there are. I'm pretty certain there's at least one level twenty four in this but deck. There's level eighteen. Is the bull? I had a, I had a we level faced it last time. in my hand. But regardless, there's that element of randomness, which it's means that sometimes the monsters that you end up fighting become you know don't feel balanced, and then secondarily. There are basically strictly better than other cards, which is something I always dislike. Yeah, like the loser levels. There's the the one that can only be used after after combat. Well, th- there's also there's a gain two levels card in there. There's like one gain two levels card, and yeah. it's just better than the other or the items where it's like. But there's only one of them. So. The the eleven foot pole is a plus one for a two handed weapon. Yeah. Whereas like there's a two hand there's a one handed weapon that gives you plus two. Hmm. And the only upside to the 11 foot pole is you can use it to avoid dog enemies by throwing it. <laughs> which is a little arbitrary. And it and likewise has a very low sell value. So you can't even sell it to gain a level well. So I, I don't like games where there are strictly better cards than others. 
<laughs> yeah, uh, there, there's at least one level 20 of the Plutonium Dragon. Ancient Humongous Plutonium Dragon, level 40. Yep. Deal with it. <laughs> Deal with um, me. King Tat is level 16. 16. And the Bullrog is level 18, and the Plutonium Dragon is level 20. Yeah. Okay. And you can, you can pull... And you can make it Ancient and Humongous. But, anyway, yeah. It, it's the strictly better cards, and... Fighting is all about top decking, is the problem. Yeah. No matter how many cards you have in your hand, fighting is a top deck. So, with me, the the most negative aspect of it is definitely the... It's... The rules are not super clear on a lot of things. That's intentional. I don't like that. Oh, yeah. there's things like... The game invites you to, to twist make rule. the rules. Twist. Yeah. And to be fair, that's in the spirit of being a munchkin. It, it is. It is. And that's part of the game, and that's part of why it's I It's also like why it. people don't like munchkins as a people. Yeah, it's also why people don't like munchkins. Um, things like the rogue's ability to backstab only once, but they can backstab only one person per encounter, and that's specific. But they can steal... Any number of items, any number of times, any number of turns, at any time. Any time. At any time in the turn. And sometimes it gets down to the matchup who the rogue, said it first. The rogue is the only one that can direct, is the only uh, class that can directly affect other people's stuff like that. The thief is really like, good. Like the fighter, wizard, and clerics cannot do that. They only affect themselves. The thief affects everybody the else. The thief also just slowly takes everyone's stuff. And the thief slowly makes everybody mad at them. Uh, it's like... Yeah, it's like... So, so there's... Like, there's the, the fact that these rules are not actually written out and you're invited to twist them as much as you can makes it so that the dick moves that would uh, that would be tolerable otherwise become very quickly intolerable. I think Especially when you spend your turn stealing five items. Yeah, the, like, the Thief is a clear example of an instance where the game... The Thief is designed to be the dick player. It is, it is dick move the class. And... To be fair, munchkins who play rogues typically pull that. It's true. We know. I mean, it's, uh, it's definitely within flavor of the game. So Unf- do munchkins that play clerics. Yeah. <laughs> or munchkins that play barbarians. I know a few. Yeah. I'm a cleric. That pl- I'm a cleric of Saint Cuthbert. Yep. And with with mind control Just spells. Saint Cuthbert. End of story. <laughs> so yeah, uh, there there's certainly the not there are certain feel bad moments that are on a higher scale than others. Uh, and combined, I definitely don't like the number of feel bad moments in the game. Like, and then part of that is because the rules are not clear. And you if also, the rules were more clear, there'd be a lot less of that because it'd be oh well, I have to do this because it's in the rules, or I can only do this once or twice because that's the rule. But the rules are meant to be twisted and broken. So uh, there's yeah. also a, a lot of be- because of that. Yeah, uh, you never feel safe. Yeah, and it's it can be uncomfortable sometimes. And, like, just things where, like, you were blackmailing people at the table. Because I was the thief! Yeah! and But, it, but it's like, like that, that action by mm-hmm. itself, while part of the game, not a fun action. He also wouldn't leave me alone. It's because you were in the lead. I don't care. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, it's gonna, I'm interested to go to this next segment, because I'm not sure how it's going to go out. But let's go to Final Opinions and Review. Why don't we do materials real well, quick? Well, the, the materials... We, we talked about the materials. We kind of talked about the materials. There's a big flaw 
we, we mentioned... Yeah, we kind of talked about the materials earlier. We mentioned that earlier. The materials are 168 cards and one dice. We didn't mention the price, though. One die. Yeah, that's true. Um, or the art style. So the art style is very comic booky or very cartoony. It's very Peanuts. It's very... Yeah, it's very... It's, it's not even Peanuts. It's, it's, it's like... It's, it's, it's like 12-year-old doodle. Well, it's, it's comic strip. It's comic it's strip cute. cartoon. It, it's not like amazing, but it's cute and it's not a treat. It's cute and fun. It is consistent. What's though. the like what's the, 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 the what's, the, what's the comic strip that coined the pointy haired boss? The guy Dilbert? with Dilbert. Gilbert. Gilbert. Dilbert. 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 Yeah, it's very Dilbert. Kind of. It's that that sort of style. Um, and uh, it's the art is consistent throughout, which is good. And it is varied. It is varied, and the cards are nice. And there's 168 pieces. 168 of that pieces art. of it. The cards are nice. Uh, they're they're not the best cards. Plastic. Though. They're 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 a mid level card. They're a mid grade card. Yeah, they're not the best card, but they're they're nice plastic. You know, plastic coated. Uh, you get one die, 168 cards for twenty five dollars. Yeah, twenty five bucks. That's the going price. Um, it's not a lot of stuff for twenty five bucks. We have had other games that have had. More for that for same less. price and for less, yeah. So like, I feel like Boss Monster had better art, and I don't know what the price was when it originally came out. I feel like a lot of the price is in the name, Steve Jackson's games, and in the name Munchkin, and in the name Munchkin. Yeah, um, especially for a two-person design team. Like we've played, like Boss Monster had a bigger design team and cost less. So Boss Monster costs the same. They're cost the same, but at a bigger design team, more cards, more art. And the art for Boss Monster, <coughs> I know it's pixel art, but it felt it's better. It's still pixel art. It was more pixel detailed. art. Is, pixel art's yeah. a lot harder to do than just Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah, because um, the proportions don't have to be the same on these. Yeah. So yeah, uh, it's really expensive for what you get. Like, it's not an expensive game. Not an expensive game overall, but for what you get. But you, you sort of feel like <laughs> I'm paying for the fact that this is Munchkin. Yeah, you're paying for Munchkin, as opposed to you're paying for the game. So, yeah, that, that briefly touch on the materials, that, that's fine. Uh, let's go into final final opinions and reviews. Review scores. Um, I give it a C+. Plus. C+. Plus? It's not amazing. I'll play it again if asked. Um, maybe if I understand it better. But I don't think a game should make me want to kill my husband and walk away with a headache. Yep. I give it a B. It does exactly what it set out to do. I just don't like what it set out to do. <laughs> I enjoyed the game. I hate making my, my friends feel bad. It's really hard for me to give this a grade because this is a game that I... I have loved this game. Yeah. And I have hated this game. And in reviewing it, you find you hate it more. <laughs> Not necessarily. <laughs> That's a I'm, weird thing. That, that just as a brief aside. Reviewing games has made me look at them in a whole different light than I used to. Oh, yeah. Um, I am going to give it a B plus Because with the right group of friends. When I get together, I have a friend. He's got some friends. And the atmosphere there is so lighthearted, so joking... We don't care. It's so much fun. But it has to be that group of friends. And it has to be the right sort of environment. But it's really good at that. It's really good. When it's good, it's amazing. When it's bad, I'm not sure how I feel about it. So, we've talked before, and other people have talked about setup cost. Of a game. Of anything. Um, What it takes to get from not playing to playing. And to enjoying yourself specifically with 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 board games, 
Uh, and with most games, setup cost is fairly low. You just have to have a couple of people that are interested in it and a, and have the game. And then you can play it. With this game, I feel like the setup cost is slightly higher. Because not only do you have to have... We, we were a group of people that were interested in playing it. But in order to get the best experience out of it, you not only have to have a group of people that are interested in playing it, but also have a group of people that are of a certain mindset yeah. and a certain play style to enjoy it to its fullest. And I, I can I can say those can be different groups. Like they, yeah, they can be very different. Different groups. play styles and different mindsets will work well together. Yes. In different groups. But you still have to have, for this game, there's a certain playstyle and a certain mindset that you need to play this game. I have the playstyle and mindset to love this game. I do too. But not everybody. doesn't. Yeah. And that's fine. Not every game is for everybody. I don't think Katie, like, I don't think Katie would enjoy this game either. Like no. I, I could I could enjoy this game in a in a group where I knew that either A, everybody was out to kill each other, or B, no one was gonna feel bad about this. Yeah, and like I said, they, it's not necessarily the same mindset and same playstyle, but a certain one. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's there's a couple of different ones, but it has to be one of those. So because of that, I really enjoyed the game. I, I actually really enjoy the game, but when you add all the pluses and all the minuses and that that really steep setup cost. I have to give it a C. It's it's a good game. It's good at what it does. But at the end of the day, when you balance everything together, it can be meh. Like, it can just be a game. And for a certain group of people, it's going to be a really bad game. For a certain group of people, it's going to be a really good game. The only thing that you can really qualify out of those two stances is that it is a game, a game. and so it's middle of the road for me. Like it, it, it has to be just a C. I can't, I can't justify it giving it anything higher or lower. Can't get, can't get anything lower because I really enjoy it. Can't give it anything higher because of that setup cost. So, interestingly, lowest on me, highest on Austin. Yeah, <laughs> I'm normally in the middle of the road. <laughs> I'm normally the most critical. Yep. So that's been Munchkin. Like I said, if you if you have the right if you have the right group of people, it's a fun time. If you have the wrong group of people, not as fun time. Uh, so like Monopoly, <laughs> like Monopoly. No. Next week, Monopoly's Next week. never a fun time. <laughs> Next week, Monopoly. I don't know how people still play it. Well, no, we know people that enjoy playing Monopoly. That's true. I, like Monopoly. I enjoy playing Monopoly. <laughs> I also enjoy playing Munchkin. I, this should give you an idea. I enjoy playing Monopoly until I start playing Monopoly. <laughs> until I start playing Monopoly. Until you play Monopoly. We're not playing Monopoly next week. Anyways. No. <laughs> um, so yeah, this has been Munchkin. Uh, if you can get it at a discount, I'd say pick it up. It's, it's worth the experience. Specifically if you have a very casual group of friends. Even, like, if, I feel like it's worth an experience no matter what type of board games you like to play. I feel like it's something. It is. It is a cornerstone. It is a touchstone of tabletop society. Of tabletop gaming society. How many I, times I will have say we this. referenced Munchkins in our review? Yeah. I, yeah. I will say this. If you have a gaming bar somewhere in your town, yes, go play it there. Try before you buy, if possible. That would be my. That would be my ultimate suggestion. Try before you buy. It's worth. It's worth. It, it's worth a try. And playing with strangers is actually great because <laughs> you don't feel bad <laughs> because you're all there to play the game. Yeah. All right. Well, that's been Munchkin. 
So thank you all very much for joining us. This We have been Final Show Films. We produce a wide variety of content every day of the week. Check us out on our website, finalshowfilms.com. If you'd like to support us financially, check us out on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash fsfilms. Uh, thanks to, our, you know, we can only do all the things that we do thanks to our generous patrons and supporters. Thank you to Antitonic and Chris Comfort, our $225 supporters, and thank you to everybody that supports us even a little bit. So thank you all very much. We'll see you next time. Say bye, everybody. Bye. Bye, everybody. Goodbye.